You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is A's All Night. Laureano has hit it out again. Ace Baseball, just for you. Here is A's All Night. I'm Joey Liberatore, and this is A's All Night. A winner-take-all Game 3 from the Coliseum in Oakland on Thursday afternoon was just as stressful as anticipated. Timely hitting and a strong outing from the A's bullpen secured the A's victory in Game 3, which marks the first time the club has advanced in the postseason since 2006. Oakland sent Mike Fires to the mound to oppose rookie right-hander Dane Dunning for the White Sox. With Fires on the hill in the top of the first inning, the righty surrendered two hits in the frame but was able to wiggle out of trouble in the first. And fires to Moncada. Here it is. And Moncada hits a drive into right field coming on. Canna, he's there and he makes the catch. On a well hit sinking line drive to right and Canna took it just below the waist and fires keeps the White Sox off the board. They leave runners at second and third with the A's coming up in the bottom half. The bottom of the first inning immediately set the tempo for Thursday's game. Tommy LaStella reached with a base knock up the middle, and with two outs in the inning, Mark Canna singled to put runners on the corners. Despite throwing just 15 pitches in the game, White Sox manager Ricky Renteria decided to remove Dunning from the hill for the southpaw Garrett Crochet to face Matt Olson. And here's the one-two pitch again, and Olson swings and misses. Down he goes, got a breaking ball. Olson strikes out. The A's leave runners at first and third. They fail to score him. And after one, the A's and the White Sox, nothing, nothing. With the bullpen game on the horizon for the White Sox, it quickly became one for Oakland, too. The A's broke their streak of losing five straight elimination games yesterday. They would like to exorcise those demons today, the green and gold. Here's the delivery now, and that's a deep drive to left, way back, and Grossman will turn and watch, and it's gone, and no doubt. And Luis Robert gets the White Sox on the board. It's 1-0 Chicago in the second. Once a nothing Chicago after the Robert Blast as Fires retired the next two batters via strikeout. With two down in the top of the second inning, the Southsiders compiled back-to-back singles combined with a Grandal walk to load the bases for Jose Abreu. With the Sox threatening, ace skipper Bob Melvin removed Fires and brought in the veteran right-hander Yusmero Petit. Big right-handed hitter deep in the box. They lead from first, second, and third. The pitch to Abreu is a ground ball to third. Jake Lamb has it, turns, throws across the diamond, and Petit does the job. Gets the A's out of a tough spot. White Sox get one, but they leave three. And we go to the bottom of the second. It's 1-0 Chicago. A's were unable to score in their half of the second. However, the White Sox were forced to move to their third pitcher of the game, as Garrett Crochet struck out Chris Davis to begin the inning, but departed the game with left forearm tightness, which brought in Aaron Bummer for the Sox. Aloy Jimenez led off the top of the third inning with a double for Chicago, and after the injury to Crochet, Jimenez also departed the game after feeling discomfort in his ailing right foot. With James McCann replacing Jimenez, it was Luis Robert and Nomar Mazzara who extended the Sox lead. Petit readies and delivers. And a smash up the middle behind second base. It gets through. McCann's around second. Waved home. Here comes the throw by Laureano. It's cut off by Olsen, but he knocks it down. Couldn't pick it up. They could have gotten Robert with a better catch. And it's 2-0 Chicago. Robert, first ball swinging back up the middle. Doubles the White Sox lead. Didn't waste any time. Here's a 2-1. Off speed line toward left center field. On the run, Grossman can't get it. Splits him. It's up against the wall. That's going to send Robert around second. He will score. Mazzara gears down into second base with a double. 
And the White Sox have extended things to 3-0. The White Sox team second in the league during the regular year in runs scored first in slugging, first in home runs, and they are having their way so far this afternoon against the Athletics. With the score 3-0, it was the A's who broke through in the bottom of the fourth off Cody Hoyer. He hasn't really driven the ball that well in the air yet today. Here comes the 1-0. Fastball, there it goes. Sean Murphy on cue, unloads on Cody Hoyer, bombs away. And game on. A blast for Murphy, his first with a man on base all year. And it comes with Grossman aboard. And the A's have come alive. They trail 3-2. to two. And the beautiful thing about that when Murph hit it, he just dropped the bat, dropped his head, started his trot. I mean, that is how strong this young man is. And that's why I was hopeful that Laureano could get on base because one shot like that could have tied it. But at least Murph got him on the board. And there's no doubt when he hits them, they are no doubt. 3-2, but the A's weren't done in the inning. With nobody out, Chicago elected to go to their fifth pitcher of the game, lefty Carlos Rodon, and the A's offense continued to push. And Rondon to the plate. Fastball pulled to third, past the reach of Okada toward the left field corner. Angle tracks it down, racing to third is Listella. They're going to hold him up into second base with a double is Simeon. The defensive placement of Angle yep. closer to the line for the moment has prevented the A's from tying this game. He hustled into the left field corner, got to it quickly, now it's up to Chad Pinder, see if he can continue the comeback for the Athletics. With runners on second and third, the Sox intentionally walked Chad Pinder to remove Carlos Rodon from the game and bring in their sixth pitcher, Matt Foster. Lestella third, Simeon second, Pinder at first. 3-2 Chicago in the fourth. And the 3-1 from Foster. Two count, here it comes. It's not even close, ball four, tie game. Lastella waltzes across the plate. Canna gets an RBI the easy way, and now things are really getting interesting as Don Cooper, the pitching coach, has to go out to the mound and say, son, need you to grow up in a hurry. Three balls and a strike. And the pitch, and that is inside and low, ball four, and the A's have taken their first lead today. Back-to-back -back walks from Foster to Canna and Olsen in to score Simeon and it's 4-3 Athletics. And the best thing for the Athletics, this is a huge crooked number. And that's what they were looking for. And remember, all this has happened with two outs. Back-to-back -back bases loaded walks give Oakland their first lead of the game. With Frankie Montas now in the game for Oakland, Chicago quickly answered back. Moncada's at second. Here's Montas. He throws in. It's swung on a ground ball to the right side. It's going to work its way into right center for a base hit. Moncada's around third to score. And that quickly, the ball game is tied up again. Just work its way between the bag at second and the second baseman, Lestella, who is setting up, as we said, in short right field. Mazzara singles. Moncada scores. And it's 4-4. Four four. Mazzara collected his second RBI of the game to knock the score up at four. Evan Marshall entered the game for the Sox in the bottom half of the fifth inning, and after quickly retiring the first two batters he faced, two walks and a catcher's interference loaded the bases for Chad Pender. And the right-hander ready. Turns, throws, and Pinder. It's a drive-in. It's going to be in the left field for a base hit. One run is in. Second run around third. The throw to the plate. In the slide. And not in time. Listella scores the second run on a base hit to left field by Chad Pinder. And the A's take a 6-4 to four lead. 
what a clutch hit by Chad Pennant again a big two out hit for the Athletics. Murphy scored from third Listella from second a close play at the plate. Simeon went to second stop there on Pinder's base it through the left side hole had to wait to see as Tim Anderson went diving to the backhand side the throw coming in by the left fielder angle all the way and it was to the foul territory side. The catcher Grandal had to go to his left and try to come back and try to lay the tag on Listella. He missed him clearly. And so no replay, and the A's lead by two in the fifth. Six to four as Oakland retook the lead in the fifth. Chicago continued to threaten the remainder of the way, but the bullpen combination of J.B. Wendelkin, Lou Trevino, Joaquin Soria, Jake Diekman, and Liam Hendricks allowed just four base runners the rest of the way as an incredible effort by Hendricks in the ninth gave Oakland their first playoff series victory since 2006. James McCann is at second base and out of the stretch at the belt. And again, the 2-2 pitch, and here it is. Inside corner, ring him up, strike three called. And the A's have won it. And they're moving on. The Oakland A's have won the series in a great battle today with the White Sox. And maybe they have vanquished some demons today. <laughs> and now maybe Bob Melvin can take a big sigh of relief and say, thank you, Lord, because there's no doubt he had to be thinking every time a runner got on base, one swing of the bat, something could happen. Six to four, the A's beat the White Sox. It took over four hours and 17 pitchers, Ray Fossey. Well, and the A's got it done. Liam Hendricks, some redemption today. With the win, Oakland advanced to the American League Division Series as they'll take on the Houston Astros in Los Angeles beginning on Monday, October 5th. Here's what Liam Hendricks and Bob Melvin had to say about advancing. Yeah, so apparently we're just no good at the first game. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, we you give us three and we uh, were able to squeak it out today and then um, looking forward. But yeah, we, uh, I think just getting that opportunity to go, like have an opportunity after that first game, come back and redeem ourselves. I mean, that just shows the spirit that we've got going. It shows the, uh, the ability we have to bounce back no matter what happens and the ability to kind of come out there and, and whatever happened the day before, brush off and, and come back out here and then put a good good game together. So You know, we've had a couple of tough ones in the last two years, but, you know, the, the goal this year was try to get to a, originally was win the division, try to get, you know, the first round off and then get to a, a, a series. So we got to a series, lost the first game and really responded well. So it was, it was rewarding. Obviously, we had to do a lot. It was. I woke up this morning feeling like this is going to be a hard game, and it was a hard game. We had to use a lot of guys and had to make some uncomfortable decisions at times. But man, some guys really responded. So they're having a good time in there as they should. The best of five series between Oakland and Houston will begin on October fifth, as the series promises lots of excitement down in LA. That'll do it for this edition of A's All Night. I'm Joey Liberatore. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.